Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Game of Thrones is over, but Big Little Lies is back. And are you as afraid of Mary Louise as much as we are? Let's get talking on the Season 2 After Show on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's right. That's right. That's right. We're so excited. I cannot are. believe it. We are here for season two of Big Little Lies. What have they done? Happy Pride, by the way, everyone. Happy Pride. Yes. Happy Pride. Um, so I am your uh, host, Ollie Drennan. I'm so, I'm just so happy to be back. We weren't even supposed to get a season two, so I'm super excited. I'm joined by a fabulous female panel. We have Simone Thomas in the house. Hi, guys. We have Mia Brabham. Hello. Yes, I wore my best Monterey Mom attire yes. tonight. I, with I my sweater. You know. I you know. You over there. Go celebrate, yeah. All right. Giving me a uh, Renetta vibes a little yes. bit. Yes. That's hilarious. And of course, of course, we have Jesse Zane in yes, the house what's up, guys? Well. So excited to be back. So it's been like, what, a year and a half almost? Yeah, it's too long. Too long. Oh, we got to get to it. We got so much to talk about. We got to talk about all the the Monterey Five. That's what they're calling them. We got to talk about Meryl freaking Streep. Oh, my gosh. So much to talk about. But I need to know your guys' initial thoughts of what just went down. Because I don't know where to start. What do you guys, what's happening? I, all I I have to say, say is... Bow down to Meryl Streep. Oh just my gosh, I know. From beginning to end, especially the end, she's our queen, and I'm, I'm excited to just she, see what else she does. Giving me chills. She yeah. is. I want Mary Louise to read me. You know, she read <laughs> Madeline. Yeah, she's like, I'm reading so you. I was like, read me, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, amazing. This, the shade is back. The sass is back from every character, even like the more minor characters in the right. show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, like the teachers, I'm just like loving it. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be back in Monterey. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, I'm so excited too because this, like I said earlier, I was saying last season came so slow, and this mm-hmm. season is just like starting out with a bang, and right. we're getting right into it. But I'm not like a huge Mary. Meryl Streep fan, like I'm not, I'm not nothing against her, but I just haven't seen a lot of her things. Oh, like okay. I know that sounds like weird, but like honestly, I just haven't. And she is incredible in this, even right. in this so, first episode, yeah, like absolutely incredible. Yeah, so I'm so excited to I'm see what so she does. I'm so excited for season two because we're also we just get to see how all of these characters are dealing with the the murder of Perry. Like they're yes. all experiencing like maybe their PTSD, but they're all maybe some of them are happy like Jane. But it's really cool that to see how they're affected differently yeah. each yeah. one of these characters mm-hmm. and also expand on like you said the supporting cast as well because this yeah. cast this is an ensemble cast and they're they're just killing it already with, with episode one so I mean we also have a live chat everyone yes, yes. thank you for yes. so much for tuning in but if you're not tuning in live that's totally fine just hit us up in those comments or DMs because we love the show so much mm-hmm. so we gotta get to the elephant in the room for our first topic I mean we gotta start with Mary Louise Meryl Streep, she scares me. She <laughs> is, is giving us all the shade, and we're here for it. Has no, hashtag no filter. Yes! And, I, I mean, she's moved in. She's been helping Celeste, which is great, but at the mm-hmm. same time, there's something crazy about her that we've seen in this episode. How are you guys 
dealing with this because I don't know if I can trust her. I just feel like you, you off the bat, you just don't know what you're going to get. Like, you see, like, this kind of nice, like, version of her and with the kids, she's so good. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was interesting because I'm like, how did Perry end up the way he is? Because right. she seems like a strong woman who's firm, but also she's good with kids. She's kind. So I'm like, how... How did this happen? And it's just, yeah, interesting to see her parenting. Yeah, no, it's so funny that you say that because the whole time that I, when I realized it was her, his mother, I was sitting there thinking like, oh, you got to get her out of the house because like, what if she raised Perry to be the way that he is and now she's going to raise these kids? Because you can tell um, Nicole Kid, or I'm sorry, Nicole Kidman's character, Celeste, is already like, you can see that she's kind of worried about how her sons are going to turn out right. because of how their father is. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, you got to get her out of there. Right. But she's I, so, oh, sorry. She's, I'm just going to say, like, she's traumatized. She's so vulnerable at yes. this point, Celeste. Yes. And so, to me, she's almost like a wild card along with Mary Louise. Mm-hmm. I'm yes. sorry, what were you saying, Simone? I think, like, you mentioned grief. Like, everyone handles grief very differently. Right. And I think Mary Louise expects Celeste to process the death yes. the way she's processing it. Yeah, she's right. like, you know, why aren't you more outward with your emotions and whatnot? And grief is like a journey and it's, it's well, like she said, it's not a recovery process. That's like a lifelong battle. Mm-hmm. And I think she she's not seen Celeste manifest her emotions the way she wants to. And then she also already suspect, like suspects something on top yeah. of that. Yeah. So that mix of like that dynamic is already kind of weird. She's extremely intelligent, but she's yeah. also... Yeah crazy, for Mm -hmm. a uh, lack of a better term. Um, But also, you mentioned grief. Um, There was, I think it was actually in the promo, but she mentioned I think this season, she she said something to the boys about uh, grief is something to be spread. Do you remember that? Or to be shared. Yeah. That's pretty, I thought it was powerful, actually. I thought, because, what? Yeah, when you go through (laughs) something hard, and especially like a death in the family, I feel like you want to be around family for that. Like, you want to process with your family, and so I understand, like, I I think people process grief in different ways, and some people understand that, some people don't, Mm -hmm. but, like we said, Meryl Streep, or I'm sorry, oh, Mary Louise. Mary, Mary Louise. Louise. Yeah. We gotta, I gotta like say sounds, Mary Louise. We're like, we love Mary our Louise. queen. Yeah. Yeah. The All the M's. But um, I, I think that she's intelligent. Though I think she was testing her when she did that scream. Oh my oh gosh. Boy. Wow. Oh my she gosh, needed to let it out, but at the end she was like, wait, you don't feel the same way? You don't want to scream? Because right. she's suspicious. Like, she's mm-hmm. smart. She, oh, she knows what she's doing. She doesn't know what's going on. So, like, it's so hard for Celeste. You know what I mean? Because she... It's just like a hard spot for her to be in because she probably is at one, you know, in some part of her is grieving. But at the same time, like Mary Louise doesn't know who her son really is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that's just like so tough. She Mm -hmm. has like like most mothers, you see your son a certain way. And as she wasn't his wife, his partner, she didn't see the abusive side of him. So she might be completely oblivious to that. Mm -hmm. And also we like to memorialize the dead in like a much positive That's note true. like after they're gone and you right. kind of like forget mm-hmm. all of the skeletons in the closet so of course you're going to think of the amazing things right. and qualities he had and kind right. of because so much goes on behind closed doors mm-hmm. which was happening mm-hmm. with Celeste and his abuse to her and we're, we're even seeing that in the children as well with mm-hmm. I think the kid Josh he was the one who was actually bullying uh, Lorna Dern's uh, daughter yeah. so that was 
completely shocking mm-hmm. last season too so he's reenacting his father's abuse that's mm-hmm. scary by the way yeah. at such a young age to already start mirroring that type of behavior yes yeah. and he's also we're seeing in this episode he was bullying his brother too yeah right. he like stuck a yeah. fork in his face or something yeah. like, violent geez. that's yeah. scary to me because that means that they've seen mm-hmm. it right. like, they don't just pick up this behavior yeah. that's yeah. I think also the thing about kids like parents forget that kids are not stupid they're actually mm-hmm. very smart and they're intuitive. sponges yeah right. and even though they're young and they may not be as intelligent as you are as an adult, they still can pick up on emotions totally. and mm-hmm. all those like underlying things. Right. Yep. Uh, shout out to Katie Robinson in the chat. She said, Mama yeah. sociopath is terrifying. I think sociopath is a perfect uh, perfect <laughs> label yes. to give yes. Meryl Streep. Yeah. She's killing it. Uh, one of you guys told me that she had teeth, like fake teeth yes. for 10 years. Oh, yeah. yes. And now I cannot stop. They look beautiful. Uh, <laughs> she's like, make me teeth. Yeah. She's just completely transformed. She in her, did. Just, uh, is it just me or is that in. voice creepy? Mm-hmm. I think it's, or maybe it's just like I'm not used to hearing Meryl Streep talk like that. But there's something a little, <laughs> yeah, she's weird scary. about it. Oh my gosh! Well, <laughs> uh, I did. I have to admit, uh, even though I did feel bad for Madeline. I lived for the shade that she was throwing towards me. Uh, yes! <laughs> she does not like, like her. Madeline. So no. what, what did you guys think about that? Madeline well, handled herself. Well, Madeline, Here for is, it. Madeline is gonna handle herself. She's right. not gonna let anyone talk down to her. But, I mean, she has a point. Madeline, yes. like I was saying, mm-hmm. when she walked into her office, I was like, does she ever stop talking? Like, she's just, <laughs> she's a lot. Yeah. So. She had the earbuds. The earbuds. The earbuds. <laughs> I, don't ha- I don't have earbuds. I don't have earbuds. I don't have earbuds. <laughs> we don't have any of them. I'm still with the wires. I'm Same. sorry. Yeah. Me too. But yeah. It's, yeah. But it, I, it's not, no, sorry. I'm sorry, Simone. No, it's okay. you off. <laughs> it's, I think it's so interesting for Madeline because to me, she has no one who's really challenged her. Yeah. You know, even with her husband, uh, uh, Ed, she's kind of more the dominant one in that relationship. Right. So mm-hmm. we're having now we have uh, two Mary- alpha females, exactly. That's butting so, heads. Who's so, gonna really run this point. town? Right. right. But I think she was spot on. Like from what I see, yeah. from what I've seen from Madeline so far, I feel like Mary Louise was right about her. So I don't yeah. know, but I like the idea of them kind of butting heads and going at it. Yeah. So. Also, I just can't stop talking about uh, Mary Louise. She has a story for everything, and yes. she relates it to yes. everything. She's like. <laughs> Oh, uh, Madeline, you remind me of a girl I went to college with. Yeah. I didn't like her. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. And just when you think you're like, she's so self aware, you're like, oh, Mary Louise, no, we, maybe we do like you. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Hashtag but she she kind of epitomizes how old just older people don't care. They yeah. will tell you how it is, straight right. no chaser. Mm-hmm. If you like it or not, not their problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Because sometimes it's the elderly, no shade to my elderly folks. I love y'all, but sometimes they're like, I'm the victim. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but you know, it's like it's like they have nothing to lose, basically. No, right? yeah. You know, yeah. They paid their dues. Mm-hmm. They have years on us. Yeah. Shout out to all you elderly folks. We love mm-hmm. you. We love you, Bad After Buds. So any more thoughts on Mary Louise before we move on? I could talk about her all day. Yeah. Yeah. I love I'm her like, character. Seriously. Yeah. Right. Uh, but before that, yes. Simone's going to give us some knowledge for our amazing AfterBuzz viewers. I am. First off, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and making us the ESPN of TV Talk. We love coming here to talk to you about the premiere of Big Little Lies. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please give us a like, subscribe, and comment. And then if you're listening to us on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and also comment. We appreciate all the support. And just keep coming back every single week to tune in. Thanks. Yes, girl, you slay. Yes. <laughs> Dropping that knowledge. <laughs> yes, guys, we, we love talking about the show. You're just as much a part of the show as we are. Um, so let's get to our next topic, which is Celeste. We kind of talked about her a little mm-hmm. bit. How are you? Like I said, I think she's kind of a wild card, especially yeah. Mary Louise. Oh, my gosh, I didn't even mention Mary Louise 
at the end telling oh. Celeste, oh my gosh, who are we gonna kill? Yeah, is she stalking her in her sleep? Yes, I, I think she she's is sitting in a rocking chair. Yes. That is 100%. Scary. This woman she's doesn't right. sleep. She stays up and listens to her all night. Right, mm-hmm. seriously, she needs she's to put scary. a camera in her house. <laughs> yeah. Celeste immediately woke up from that nightmare because oh she'd been having God. nightmares. Mm-hmm. And then right when she woke up, uh, in walks Mary Lee's, are you all right? Oh, I'm the savior. <laughs> no. Yeah. She's been watching her. She's, she's at the she's door. Said, she's I like, at the door. Yes. Watching. Watching her. She's the FBI in her house. Uh, Doesn't even know it. I just feel bad for Celeste because she, uh, she is a victim, you know, and um, yeah, that's the hard but, part. And she's the type of victim who uh, blames herself. She has yes. so much mm-hmm. guilt. She thinks she's a monster. She sees mm-hmm. herself as a monster because mm-hmm. she believes that she is the prime reason that Perry died. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she has to raise these kids. And she does have the support system of the Monterey Five. But at the same time, she kind of doesn't uh, because of every, cause she was the one married to Perry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's obviously dealing it dealing with the death differently. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on Celeste? Cause, I think the oof. thing about abuse is the oppressor wants to make you feel like you're the reason why mm-hmm. there's turmoil. You're you're like you're the one to blame. So she already had that toxic mentality and then coupled with the fact that now he's mm-hmm. dead so she has to deal with the guilt of all of that. Right. And she's going to therapy which is cathartic and awesome but you can't tell your therapist that I actually killed, or right. I, or I my helped. friend killed. Yeah, yeah, I helped. I was a part right. of that. Yeah. So it's it's really, I I don't know how she's dealing with it. Hence why she's yeah. having all these nightmares. And I think it's interesting interesting to see how Celeste deals with blame and forgiveness coupled with Jane, because mm-hmm. for so long we didn't know what happened with Jane and that it was Perry. And now that we know that conversation by the fireside, that was so powerful mm-hmm. to see how they're both handling it. Yeah. And you see. Jane blames herself too, and it's interesting because Celeste is like, "I don't, I don't blame you. Right. You didn't yeah. do anything," but she right. can't like forgive herself. Yeah. So that was a really, really powerful yeah. moment. Interesting exploration of those themes. No, that's for sure. the perfect word. Say powerful. Like the way that Celeste is acting is so like it's so just characteristic of somebody who has been abused. Like she's yeah. blaming herself, mm. and the therapist said something that was really powerful as well. She, mm. she said that even. In his death, his message lives on. So it's like she, even though he's gone, she still is, like, taking blame and, like, feeling like she's married to this guy and feeling like Mm -hmm. she can't move on. And it's just, like, really, she's in a really tough spot. He's dead, but it's almost as if he's not dead. Right. Because she, ah, now he's dead. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But speaking of Jane, I I completely forgot that uh, Ziggy's dad is Perry. I I completely, so they have, it's nice to see, like, in this show that a lot of the women, I mean, they fight, but also there is a support system with these women. These women mm-hmm. are supporting each other, especially everything that's happened. And I just really, I liked seeing in this episode Celeste and uh, Jane, their interaction and how Celeste, right. do, they both feel guilty. And Celeste is even, I believe she's giving, like, she's trying to give, give money, money, give yes. money yes. back because yeah. yeah. that's kind of like uh, Perry was the father. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's her way of, like, compensating yeah. and just trying to help Jane because I don't think Jane has money, right? She works at Aquarius. Yeah. Right. No disrespect to anyone that works at Aquarium. We love an right. Aquarium. Yeah, I we do. love an octopus. Um, <laughs> but that's an expensive town to live in. So Monterey. yeah, totally. I mean, no LA, place. gosh darn it. Right. Yeah. I'm and she's not cashing mm-hmm. the checks. Yeah. <laughs> she, I know. She's. I, I will, would. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, thank Sorry. you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I will say 
Jane is a very self-aware person and almost self-deprecating to a fault just because I appreciate it because as the mistress, even though it happened one, it's weird because she was complicit and then she wasn't until he didn't accept, she didn't consent to that whole situation. Mm -hmm. But her being so vulnerable and saying, no, you should be mad at me. Like, you never see a woman be that aware or like just so upfront with her feelings and wanting the the husband. What is it? The wife of the husband to see her and to be apologetic like that. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! But at Jane, at the same time, I'm like, you're not the mistress. You got you got right, right? Yeah, you know. So it's it's different. You're not the you're not the mistress. Gosh darn it! Um, Is there any any other thoughts on Celeste before we move on? Because like we can talk about Jane now a little bit more about Jane. Yeah, let's do it. Um, So she seems to honestly, she seems to be dealing it with this fine. I feel like she's. Feels a great sense of closure. I mean, she was dancing crazy at the beach. Oh, mm-hmm. she's having a good old time. Yeah. Corey, I, you know, looked a little crazy, honestly, Jane. But she <laughs> seems like like a breath of fresh air, yes. you know? And she's working out the aquarium. But um, th- we're also introduced to the fact that this new term, the, the Monterey Five. So these girls are kind of, these women are looked down upon because everyone thinks that they are murderers yeah. or had something mm-hmm. to do with actually killing Perry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Any, any thoughts? I feel like I've been rambling. Well, I loved that scene on the beach where she's dan- dancing. I thought it was so just, um, I mean, it was shot beautifully. She was, like, celebrating. Yeah, and it's so nice, uh, the juxtaposition next to her in season one, right. when she's yeah. running, and she's so furious, and mm-hmm. she's just here so free. That's yeah. a good I point. loved I that moment. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I loved it. Um, yeah, because there wasn't really any running, um, and next to now, Bonnie's the runner, which yes. we'll talk about, but I was like, oh, this switch off is wild. Yeah, right. But yeah, I loved her. And then at Corey, at first, like, in the aquarium, I was like, ooh, he's cute. I was like, he's coming mm-hmm. up to Jane. All right. I'm like, do we ship and then him? I, right? I was <laughs> yes, like, I stand. And then I was like, I do not stand at the beach. When he came in hot, I was like, no. that's not okay. He was almost Who are you? Yeah, he was almost worse than Mary Louise. I'm yeah. here for Mary Louise. But he, talking about the spectrum, I'm like, no, yeah. problematic. That was rude. That was just, yeah. Bye. Where did that come from? Like, Who does Who just, asked that yeah. question? Are you in the spectrum? Yeah. It's like, like such a like, weird icebreaker. Yeah. I do like the conversation that, I think it's, uh, spoke volumes about how uh, I'm sorry, blanking Jane was talking about the octopus and how the, the female yeah. octopus, octopi octopi yeah, are octopi. deadly and I believe they kill <laughs> oh, <laughs> the tea is spilling <laughs> the tea is spi- we're spilling so much we're tea, spilling the tea. Um, but yeah I feel like that spoke a lot about the show and how these women are now seen as they're demonized because of you know the death of Perry mm-hmm. um, but also the octopus I like the little comparison yeah. and then she was drawing his picture did you see that she was drawing Perry's picture and mm. there was an octopus like around Jane it was? yes yeah. well, I didn't oh. catch that girl yeah yes. I had to rewind because at first we were like I was thinking it was like a snake and then I was like what is she drawing I it was so it was, yeah it was an too. octopus that wow. she was drawing around him Jane also has like a very nice tan or, you know she <laughs> yes. looks yes. she looks she's she's her hair no, she she looks great. Yeah, she, she has dyed her hair. I yeah. like the bang. Yes. She's literally glowing. She's glowing. She just feels so much happier than the, yeah. the rest of the cast. Yeah, yeah. Switch in the live chat. Kate Rob Katie Robinson said. I really want to see more of the Jane and Celeste friendship. I feel mm-hmm. like they have a lot in common and mm-hmm. can really help and support each other in different ways. Mm-hmm. And then Drew M. said, I also believe that there are more women that he has done this to. So yeah. Ziggy and the twins have more siblings. Wow. Oh, I didn't Should think you about be on siblings? the show? Yeah. Dro- Come on, that was great. Couch. Drew M. 
Shout out to you. I didn't ever wow. think of that. I mean, I figured he wow. probably did do this to other women, right? Oh, but yeah. I didn't no, think of the yeah. like possibility of other siblings. What did I forget? Wow. What is what's his job? Maybe he travels and he does. He, yeah, he travels. Yeah, that's how we met. That, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he was traveling because it, it started as a one night stand. Mm-hmm. Well, it was only a one night stand. Yeah, it happened um, once. They didn't know each if other. you even want to call it a one night stand. Yeah, that was the bottom was line. Just rape. rape. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did I miss Ugh. anything with Jane? Any other thoughts on Jane before we move on to Miss Madeline? I love, I love her. Madeline. That's your favorite. She's your favorite because she's wild. She's a girl. She's rambunctious. Yes, it's Reese Witherspoon. I know. Like I, I, I know. Like we have some. We we obviously stand Meryl Streep, but I feel like I stand Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. so I'm with much. It. Yes. Um, and I think it was really interesting to see the storyline with Abigail, her daughter, mm-hmm. who lives. She doesn't live with her, so there's like there's definitely a disconnect between Abby and uh, Madeline. And so I think this storyline was kind of like, oh, she doesn't want to go to college, but I feel like it is very prevalent to the show because it's. Madeline is so image conscious, yes. and we have this idea of you have to go to college. I mean, yes, getting an education is great, but some people don't. You don't have to be successful to no. right um, no. to to go to college. You don't. That doesn't mean you're not going to be successful mm-hmm. if you don't go to college. But um, and also the fact that Abby wants to do something for the homeless and mm-hmm. do something great, and I think it's it's it speaks a lot about how, like I said, image conscious, especially now in the setting where everyone looks at them a certain way because they are the Monterey Five. Mm-hmm. Totally. When she said, I don't care about homeless people, <laughs> and then switched it up, and I was like, no, I do care about homeless On people. On Becky vibes. I'm telling you, yeah. college scandal vibes. Uh, too soon. Too I, <laughs> I got that immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, rich white people problems, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was ironic, too. This is the, one of the lines I wrote down. She said, I know how to make any situation about me, but this isn't. In the conference, in the parent-teacher mm-hmm. conference, mm-hmm. Um, when they were trying to talk about Abigail getting into school. Um, yeah, I just thought that was really interesting that she said that because it, she was making it about herself. It wasn't mm-hmm. about Abigail. Exactly. She yeah. hadn't even asked Abigail because what she wanted. It's that image thing. Oh, people are going to see Abby not going to college, and that's going to mm-hmm. make me look like a bad mother, right. or I didn't, right. I wasn't a good mother to her, and I'm, I'm obviously divorced, and there's a you know broken family. Nothing, mm-hmm. to, I'm from a broken family as well, so nothing about yeah. divorce is bad, but mm-hmm. you know it's just a different family. Or right. if she weren't so obsessed with other people's opinions, she could yes. look at it and go, "Wow, my daughter really wants to be selfless and help people. Right. Like right. she's not mm-hmm. so obsessed with herself, like like a lot of teenagers nowadays." And I don't understand why she can't turn that around because she is upset with her image, right? Like, she wants to look like the perfect person. Like, she even Mm -hmm. says that, like, the first day of school is a time everybody comes back and sees who who gains the weight and all this stuff. She wants to be perfect. But how could you not turn that into something perfect, right? Like, Mm -hmm. how much more could you ask for? Like, my daughter is being so selfless and doing this and taking time, like, out of her life to make this happen. But at at the same time, I do understand because there is, like, this culture in in this kind of socioeconomic status, I guess, that, like, your kid should go to college or you should go to college and there's Mm -hmm. no thought about it. I mean, like, even me growing up, my parents were always like, you're going to college and, like, I never wanted to go to college but I never Mm -hmm. didn't want to. I just never really thought about it because that's just, like, the next step that I had to go through. You know what I mean? I think it's, like, this sense of entitlement. My daughter is... You see her as the best because she's your child and you love her. Yeah. But she has a 3.8 GPA. And let's be real. Like, if you want to go to Harvard, you mm-hmm. have to have, like, what? 4.0 and plus? Oh, yeah. Ahead. And I was going to say, sorry, we, sh- we should talk about the point, too, that she doesn't want her to go because she doesn't want her- Abigail to end up like her. Yeah. Which is a different yeah. type oh, of yeah. selfishness. It's not even, like, right. image. It's like, I don't want you to end up like me. But it's still about her. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's yeah. based on, like... 
not, oh, Abu, you're paving your own path. It's like, no, you can't end up like me, which is still right. Oh, her. Her. Right. Yes. Yeah. And then when she said, oh, you Abby. won't have a life if you don't go to college. Yes. And I was like, well, are you, dang, are you kind of projecting what you feel about yourself yeah. upon your daughter? Because she didn't go to college. So but do I, you feel she like. She seems successful. You yeah. know? Right? I know. She's she well. it. Oh my God. Doesn't, she's isn't she the breadwinner in the relationship? Or, S- probably. What like, is it? seems like it's yeah. powerful. I don't, I don't care about these husbands. I've yeah. been doing their jobs, <laughs> right. their careers. I'm all about the women, the queens. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Did I interrupt anyone? No. 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 Good. All right. Good. A- any more thoughts on Madeline? Do we miss anything? Well, when she approached Bon, well, I guess we can oh, yeah. get to Bonnie. This, uh, shout out to Renetta. You didn't have a whole lot in this episode, but yeah. you look good in that red outfit, right? Yes. Oh, power red. Yes. <laughs> I love you. She's my also, queen. Like, she really, is my favorite. There's really nothing to talk about her, really. But yeah. she also yeah. is kind of like in the same boat as Jane. As, like, it hasn't really affected her negatively, I think. Mm-hmm. She's always been on the outskirts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. And her and Madeline were like at each other's throats last season about because of their, you know, the bullying and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Her, yeah. Yeah, it's coming back to me. Um, Yep. So, speaking of Bonnie, mm-hmm. Bonnie has done, like, a 180 since she's... Why you all- That scared the crap out of me. <laughs> did anyone else hear that? I did. It's a live I show. I love that, too. It's a live show, y'all. Uh, so, speaking of Bonnie, I feel really bad. First of all, whenever I see Zoe Kravitz, oh. I get so insecure, because she's so beautiful. She is she so is. beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's I know. like an aura Beauty. about her. Like she does, swear. yeah. Yeah. Um, where was I going with this? Sorry about this. Um, that really shook me. Just now. <laughs> but um, Bonnie. Bonnie, she's really going through it because she's the one at the end of the day who pushed mm-hmm. Perry, even though she saved the day. Right. Queen. I would maybe do the same, probably, honestly. Like, get off my girls. <laughs> um, but she killed Perry at the end of the day. So right. it's a fact she's so... She can't yeah. talk to her oh. husband, and this is causing a rift with her relationship. And so what are your thoughts on Bonnie and her arc. I saw her at the end of the episode. She was looking at the police station, so I know oh that's more gosh, in, know. that's more predictions, but it's I right. read that as oh, she's thinking about turning herself in possibly. Yeah. Well, I I want to point out first that when she was running, there was a person that was anybody catch that quick shot of somebody watching her in the woods? You oh, did say something. Oh my god, that's and I was so like, creepy. Sure. I didn't see that. No. It was so fast though, so I couldn't make it, it up. It was really quick. I wonder if it'll come back next episode. We'll talk predictions later. But yeah. um, I thought that was interesting. And then of course, like the visual parallel Someone of like was watching her. I didn't catch. Yeah, that. it was just. I, I think it was just a townsperson who was just like, "What she's oh, running? Okay. Is she upset? Like, what's she running from?" But again, but it means acting, something. She's acting yeah. differently, and I also think that yeah. also just is. They have so many eyes on them. Even at the first day of school, mm-hmm. they were looking at them weird, kind of giving them looks. Mm-hmm. I saw those side eyes from those mm-hmm. soccer moms. Oh, yeah. Moms. yeah. Judgmental moms. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but the the running visual was like a good parallel. And now she's the one who's trapped, which I thought was interesting. But also, Nathan was like kind of getting on my nerves. Right? Like, stop asking other people about your wife's business. I know. Yeah. His, his uh, kind of going back and forth with Ed. That was, that was wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's also very inappropriate. Why? Like, they're not, it's not mm. a polyamorous relationship. So, <laughs> why are you reaching out to Close. this man right. I mean, for yeah. help? Go to yeah. a couples therapist or something. Even yeah, totally. Even though everyone is beautiful on the show, that doesn't mean we have to turn into swingers. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. That was, that's so random. But even then, I think that's so interesting. I say, I already said this, but it's cool to see even the supporting characters get them fleshed out and expanded because they're also affected by this as well. Right. We, didn't, yeah. we didn't really think of, I, I know going into season two, I wasn't like, 
excited about Ed or like uh, Nathan. Nathan, but now I'm like, oh, they have some like uh, storylines of their own coming. Yeah, out, right. you know. So it's really well, it's so interesting that you were thinking about um, Bonnie running instead of Jane because I, then in this episode I was thinking about Bonnie pushed Perry, and then in this episode Madeline pushed. Nathan and oh I was like, oh, I wonder what all of this means. Yeah. It might oh mean nothing, God. but it was just a big thought. I'm like, weird. <laughs> because are we talking about Bonnie still? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. so because when she goes to Bonnie and talks to her about the whole situation, Bonnie's saying like, you know, I didn't want to lie. She doesn't want to lie because now she can't talk to anybody about it, and she feels like this is on her chest. But mm. when Madeline pushed um, Nathan, mm. she like was able to come back and apologize, and I'm like. Like it just says something about like she did she's she, she gets to apologize but like now Bonnie can't because we had to go with Madeline. It's always about Madeline. Madeline. You're so right, yeah. Jesse. Wow, she's self centered. Yeah, and I didn't know until Bonnie realized that she wanted to confess. Right. So now she went along with their plan and she's dealing with the brunt of all of the guilt and right. she can't talk to anyone about it because she right. was like are you guys really being supportive because it doesn't feel like it right mm-hmm. i don't know i'm scared Drop I, the mic. I like i, I have my predictions are brewing now that you yeah. said oh, that totally yeah so, any more thoughts on bonnie before we move on to our exciting special segment uh, i just feel sad just because same. she was the zen uh, yes right yeah. that's why it's like right yeah polar opposite of who she she's was. probably yeah. vegan too yeah so shout out to the vegans out there <laughs> yeah. i'm not vegan i love my meat same. But, like, she has Respect. her life together, you know? Yeah. She's a cool stepmom. Like, if I was Abby, I'm like, that's my stepmom. She's yeah. not a regular yeah. stepmom. She's the cool stepmom. Yeah. Cool stepmom. <laughs> right, she is. right. Any more thoughts? No. Well, that leads us to our special segment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Let's, get, Let's to it. get to it. So, our special segment is called Lie or Try. Why you always oh. Yes. I love it. <laughs> it. Nice. Love this a good intro song. Just yes. like the music. The music is good here. It's good on Big Little Lies. We love it. Yeah. So... Um, we'll talk about a situation from the show, from this episode that went on, and we'll talk about, as a panel, whether in that situation we would lie to the person or mm-hmm. we would just try to explain it or explain ourselves. Okay. So the first situation is, if your ex's new partner asked you for advice about your ex, oh my God. <laughs> lots of connections, Right? would you lie to them? Would you lie about who they really are? Or would you try and tell the truth and warn them? Like, this is kind of who my ex is, and now you have to deal with it. Well, oh, mm. gosh. Ooh, that's a I don't think question. I would lie. I think I would be as honest as honest because that's exes are exes for a reason. So yeah. I think I'm I'm boring, so I wouldn't lie. <laughs> this is why I'm single. You're a good no. person. No, I but totally I, lie because then it's gonna get back to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You go yeah. and I'm like, hey, I'm telling you all this shade about this person. Then you, and then you know she's gonna come and it's gonna be a big headache. So you just yeah. gotta lie and just like move on and just forget about it and hope it never happens again. What about you, Simone? I feel like what's kept in the dark is going to come to the light anyway. So even though you're asking for my insight, you're going to see the person's true colors anyway. So I might as well give you a a head start and Oh, so you're telling the truth. Yeah, okay. just anticipate it. Team truth right here. Okay, so so you might get some shit for it, but in the end, (laughs) you're going to be like, see, I told you. Yeah. Whereas I'll be like, oh. Mia, what what would you think? Neither. Lip shut. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, it's you now. You got it. I didn't know that was an option. Yes, that's right. I can actually do my own game. Just like stare at them and say nothing. Yeah. Monterey 6. Okay, so number two is if your child doesn't want to go to school, would you lie and say, you know, it's okay, it's your decision even if you really want them to go, or would you, you know, just try to convince them? 
I'm just so like tough. Madeline and Abigail. I'm going to be boring again and be truthful. I'd be like, oh, you don't want to go to college? That's great. I'm going to support you because I'm an awesome gad. Uh, <laughs> no, but I would never want to pressure personally. I'm not a, I'm not a parent, but I would mm-hmm. want them to do what they do, yeah. what they want yeah. with their lives, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. At least me thinking as a parent, yeah. I would right. like to. I mean, yes, go to college. That's great. But at the same time you know, just do what's going to make you happy. Yeah, and yeah. it pushed them away more. Right. That's just kind of like say. Madeline with Abigail. Like, she's like, don't talk to me, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. I'm not a parent, so I, I really don't know. But just from my perspective right now, I would want to have the closest relationship with my son or daughter. And I think being supportive and empathetic would allow us to have a closer relationship versus right. pushing mm-hmm. her to do something she doesn't want to do. And it's going to put... Uh, it's going to put a wedge in our relationship. Yeah. Right. I think it depends on, like, the child themselves, too. Like, she seems like she knows what she's doing, right? Like, she already has a plan and it's lined right. up. Yeah. So at some point, you got to be like, all right, I trust you. Like, yeah. but right. also, if she's, you know, you got to know the kid. What if she was lying? No. Yeah. <laughs> what if she's lying? Then what do you do? I don't know. But you have to know the kid. So, like, I would, I feel like in this case, I would let her do what she wants to do because she has a plan and she's thought it out yeah. and she's the one getting the good grades and doing all the stuff. You know, you can trust her, I believe. But, you know. And she's it, also 18 at that point. So she right. really can do uh, She had more whatever. of a plan than I did. I yeah, think. same. Yeah. Yeah. Same. yeah. Yeah. Good parents here. Well, Future but, parents, yeah, maybe. Yeah, what about you? Are you going to be quiet? again. I would okay. definitely let them. I think the best thing you can do, I mean, I'm not a parent, so I don't really know, but I mean, from my parents, I think they were great parents, and they always were supportive. Like, my mom was like, you said, like, she was like, go to school, but also, like, do something you love, like, study something you love. So I think there's a, there's an in-between, but yeah. at the end of the day, if they didn't want to go, that'd be awful to make them go. They'd resent you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they'd thank you in the end for just doing something they really just didn't like, want to do. Exactly. Let your kid... Find themselves. Make their own yeah. mistakes. You know? Exactly. Then, then they can come back to you and be like, you were right, Mom. You yeah. were right. And then you no. can feel good about yourself. Exactly. <laughs> and out there, if you guys are watching, leave a comment. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Play the yes. game with us. And then finally, we'll keep this one quick. Um, would you keep a secret to protect your friends? Yes. Would you okay, lie? I would lie. I totally <laughs> would lie. If, if I saw my friend getting beat by their significant other, oh, yeah. I would yeah. beat Bonnie and push them off. I don't care if that's, you're going to go down a cliff or a flight of stairs. <laughs> you're, get off my friend. I agree. That's and my, he was my trash. Are my, yeah. So, yep. no, yeah, I'm completely siding with her. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we know how the system works, too. Like, you know what would happen. If they came forward and, t- and told, it wouldn't be good. The system's yeah. so messed oh, up, yeah. so why not lie? Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in the group chat, um, oh, wait. Ooh. Someone said, "I think Madeline is perpetually frazzled, murder or no, ma- no murder or no murder." Mm. And then yeah. someone, Justin, Justin X five oh one, hello from Belize. Wow, oh, oh, hello. welcome. Hi. <laughs> yeah, cool, awesome. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yes. For that. I, love I know this. that was, was fun. That was really so fun. fun. If you so have any ideas, send them our way. Yeah, let yeah. us know. Yeah. And yeah, in the comments or section or DMs, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, just let us know your. Would you lie or not? Yeah, and be boring like me mostly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that gives us segue into news, right? Jesse? Yes. So Let's we have some news and gossip. Just a little short mm. thing that I thought was really fun because I'm a huge fan of group texts. So <laughs> the women, yes, we'll play. Ah, we'll play this. We'll we play. love the music. The women of the group. So you know, like Zoe Kravitz, uh, Reese. 
um, Nicole, all, all the all the main women mm-hmm. have a group chat. They kicked all the guys out, Ooh. and I guess Nicole Kidman is like the emoji queen in there. And <laughs> oh my god, so I see that. yeah, so they talk about like Jeopardy, the guy who won like two point five million dollars. Wow. They're in there talking about like bees going extinct, and Meryl Streep. She's like so happy because she got into the group chat. Aww. So now it's all six of them the in the Monterey group chat. Six. Monterey six. Monterey six talking about saving bees, bees and you know Aww. whatever else they are together. <laughs> so I thought that was so cute that they have you know this little group chat going between each other because I always see them on social media and they're like so supportive of each other, yeah. which I love. Nice to see. And then the only other thing that I wanted to bring up really quick because um, I know we're getting to the end of it, but um, Monterey has seen like a big increase in. Yeah. Yeah. Tourism. tourism since I didn't know about it until the show and then after we yeah. wanted show, to go we always I was like I still want to go to Monterey. I literally just Should drove through last week and it's so beautiful mm-hmm. yes I, I've, I've driven through before but like never thought to stop but yeah. as I was driving through I was like oh my gosh big little lies I'm like I wonder if people come here and yeah they do so and Monterey's like really excited that they're back for season two yeah. so I thought that was really fun oh that's so oh, fun I'm so yeah. excited oh, the Monterey 4 the after bus 4 no yes thank you so much Jesse for the, the news, you know, we got the news queen, we got the we got the special segment queen, we got Simone's just a queen in general. But yeah, she's, really, she's our social media queen, yeah. Yeah. and I'm I'm just a queen. Like, yes, you know, it's pride, happy pride. Um, so I guess this leads us to predictions, right? Oh so, my god, now so much. <sighs> Shall we? Should Let's I go first? It. I don't know. Yeah, you go, go first. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm like, go down. I'm gonna choke myself. <laughs> um, well, first of all, Jesse totally reminded me. You brought up a group chat, and I'm thinking and this is this is kind of off topic, but to me, like, also, what was I gonna say? Sorry, blanking. But even like you, I didn't even think about the fact that these girls can't even text each other. They can't email each other. Right. They literally have to talk about Any this trails. lie. Uh, exactly. So yeah. that's another thing to take into consideration. But for predictions. I'm thinking, um, I actually think that Mary Louise was either abused by Perry's father or she Ooh. abused Perry. Yeah. Because it's, it's a cycle, wow. you know, we're mm-hmm. seeing the kids. Ooh, yeah. So I think that might come yeah. into fruition. And then I think she's going to really uh, kind of be like a puppet master to Celeste and kind of manipulate her and try yeah. to do that because mm-hmm. Celeste is so vulnerable. So what do you mm-hmm. guys think? I'm scared. I do think Mary Louise is conducting her own investigation mm-hmm. inside that house. I don't know how deep it goes, but she's definitely looking with her binoculars and whatever other technical devices she has. And I think there's something between Ed and that woman in the grocery store. Oh, yes. Right. I, oh, yeah, that was that. weird. Yeah. That was weird. It was random, but I feel like that was such a seed planted. Yes, yes. for sure, because we never saw her. I don't remember Prior her. to this, I don't yeah, know. I can't remember. She didn't look familiar, right? I don't yeah. know. I, Torik was her name, right? Yeah. yeah. So I, that did not ring any bells. Yeah, none of us remembered her. Well, so, let's, yeah, let us know if yeah, she let was us know, guys. in the comments. Um, but I think, yeah, I think something, they have history, and mm. the way they presented that whole dialogue, something's right. going to go down. Yeah. yeah. I think mm. we're just going to find out more about, um, I, well, I think that, each of them are going to start to crack. We're going to see them crack a little and want to mm-hmm. tell, because there's always someone close to them in relationships with mm-hmm. them, whether it's like a family member, son, daughter, like spouse, partner, someone's going to crack. I don't know who, but I think they're going to like kind of slip something to let them know that something isn't right. I mean, Bonnie's already cracking. Yeah, maybe Bonnie will say something to her husband. I don't know. So we'll yeah. see. Yikes. See, I think Bonnie's going to crack, but I, I'm i almost thinking that's too obvious, like with yeah. her outside the police station and everything. So I'm thinking maybe she'll have a different 
something else is going to happen. But I think we're going to dive more into Mary Louise and see what her background is. Because at first I was thinking maybe she was abused, but then she has such a strong voice with the boys. So I'm like, I think there's a way that she raised Perry and not saying that she caused him to be that way. I think there was like, you know, something in him that Mm. the way that she raised him just didn't sit well with him. And then he Mm. grew into this monster. And so I think we're going to see that. And then I think she needs to leave because she's going to try to get in. And she has like the mind to manipulate these Mm. women. Yeah. yeah, she's very <gasps> clever. Yes, yeah, so. manipulation. She's gonna, tr- yeah, she's gonna turn them all against each other somehow. I some think way. so, mm-hmm. but I think Madeline is gonna. So I, th- I really think her and Madeline are gonna go head to head because Ma- Madeline is not gonna crack. But I think mm-hmm. the other women she's so stubborn. And all yes, yeah. I think the other women very can be cracked. Strong. Every God. single one of the other women can be cracked. Also, God. someone said that John. Morrow said that the lady Ed saw in the grocery store was the wife or is the wife of the guy Madeline had the affair with. Oh, that's oh, right. That we were wondering. Oh God, thank, yes. you. thank you. Yes. Oh my gosh. Shout out to chat. We love you so yes. much. Unfortunately, we do have to wrap up. Oh, yes. So sad, but I'm so excited to be on this panel with you. Amazing, awesome yeah. female. Just beautiful queens. Uh, drink every time you say queens. Yes. So, where can I find my amazing panel on social media? Yeah, you can find me at Simone A. Thomas on Instagram and Twitter. Hi, I am yours truly, Mia, on Instagram, like a thank you note. And on Twitter, I'm Hot Mess Mia. And you can find me all over social media at Athletic. And I'm your host, Ollie Drennan. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, at Ollie Dreamer. Until next Sunday, we will see you back at 8 p.m. LA yes. Times. Bye. Bye. And me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners. <laughs> would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we